Time for me to go. I've been posting on this block too long. Somebody gon' call the troll. Swallowing all the dope. I think I'm on the phone. Trying to get to my hole, but the perkers got me froze. And doing my baby mama wrong and leave her at home. I cannot leave you on your own. We made the child together. Needing in my pocket, going down the rock and roll. Running out of options, you the only one that rolled. I'm the one that didn't fold, all them other niggas hoes. Out there standing by the pole, selling dope to buy some clothes. Cause I knew that attract the hoes until one left my heart so cold. I just didn't know no better, made me hard on the next forever. I already want another baby, but I'm too busy chasing paper. Well, maybe not right now, perfect time, I might come later. If that's your nigga, push battle, shouldn't be no favor for a favor. Stand on business, leave no witness, told them members that verbatim, word for word. Feel like we trapped, we in a trap, we on parole. How the hell we not gonna talk this crap? Me, y'all be trying to kill us. In the back of the Maybach, I'm trying to dodge the killers. Down here, the killers, the cops. I can handle my ops. Don't know who killed Nooski, we just know it's a op. Every nigga claiming the body just won't cloud us some props. Right out where they been put up at, trying to put them on Fox. Those off and had a dream, I paid an M for the drops. I've been all around the world, but still my ear to the streets. That who restraining all the zombie that ain't pee, that's police. Hard to get from out there water when you dive in too deep. I've been running with some gremlins yelling K. I fought with CMG, the boy like family to me. When I'm in Tennessee, ain't even got a call bad for the weed. Shit so flaky, hold on, they everybody solid, you and me. This generation so fucked up, they go off envy and greed. You for yourself, ain't about your team, I already know what it be. I'm on dope and lean, sometimes I miss the slow with the speed. I self-reflect and think my life as a team. I hit the milk when we had ran out of ease. My eyes got shot, the flock came. Like in 2014, I went to block. Yes, uh, we're back for another episode for the Argument Brothers podcast. Fellas, how you doing? Everybody good? Yeah, Gucci. Gucci, how you doing, Ray? I'm good. As a, good cool as a fan, bro. We always got to remember we can't play the song the entire time. We will uh, get fined or some type of the, some type of financial contribution may have to be taken out of our pocket. So we got to make sure we shorten that up a little bit. Gotcha. But I'm glad that we are here. Yep. We're here for another day. All of us are blessed and highly favored. Talk about what we like to talk about, which is sports, man. So let's get into it. And my man, in the, in the, in the words, my man Donovan is not here. Light and easy. Light and easy, right? Exactly. Right. He springs on that road from Myrtle Beach. Putting the sand on his toes this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna jump into it and we're gonna hold it down for him, brother. Um, let's get into you know what's going on: basketball and sports, sports and basketball. All right, we still know that everything's going on with KD. KD World, KD still tripping. We're trying to figure out exactly where you're trying to go. Nowhere now. Let's just jump into it right now real quick. You know, what's your thoughts right now with the situation with KD? And we we, we don't know if he's going to go to the Suns. We don't know. It's going to be a high price to pay. If anybody wants KD, there's been a, a situation where people thought about KD for AD swap or KD for LeBron swap. Let's get our thoughts on that, man. What's your thought about Key? You started. You're our NBA insider. Give us your thoughts on. We ain't gonna talk about what KD where you gonna land, but give your thoughts on like what what do you think with the situation with KD, and what what would be the best situation for him? The best situation for KD is right now, is to stay in Brooklyn because what um, Brooklyn is doing. You know when you don't want to uh, when you don't want to um, sell nothing mm-hmm. and you ask for ridiculous prices. That's what they doing because whatever he, whatever they they just don't want picks, they want the whole team. If you got two stars, we want the two stars for uh, KD. So 
if they send you somewhere, they're going to gut most of the team and you're going to be in a bad situation. So you might as well stay in Brooklyn running back. You know, Brooklyn, uh, definitely, uh, you got Kyrie for the year. You got Ben Simmons coming back. They would have made some nice moves during the offseason. So the best bet for him is the running back in Brooklyn. Um, definitely, it, it was a thing that came out there like LeBron from um, KD. They'll be great for the Lakers because you have a younger player on a four-year deal with AD. But for uh, Brooklyn, you only have eight, uh, LeBron for one year. So it wouldn't be a good deal for uh, Brooklyn. be a great deal for the Lakers. But I see – I see them all back in Brooklyn. I see Kyrie back in Brooklyn this year, and I see KD back in Brooklyn. Yeah, they're asking way too much for a cat that's 34. I don't, I'm not going to say he's injury prone, but he's had a lot of injuries over the last few years. That's major injuries. And no team is going to gut their whole entire team just for KD, right? And I know KD asked for the trade, but we haven't heard from KD. Right, everything's through his business manager, his brother, things of that nature. So until KD say something, I believe he'll be there. I think Kyrie going. I think they're just fed up with Kyrie, um, and I think KD's fed up with. Him. Other than that, why would you ask for a trade out of Brooklyn? Well, we don't know why he asked for a trade. It can be because I don't he think you ever find out. Like he's yeah, not going right. to come out and say it because he can be like he mad because they ain't get Kyrie or extension. We don't know. Yeah, but uh, you can't you can't worry about somebody else's money. Well, you know, that's his boy. He probably felt like he got his back. We don't know. So that's the thing. Till he say something, we don't know the reason why he won't out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he probably – and he could be frustrated with the whole entire situation where Kyrie in, out, the James Harden situation. He see where the other cats, other teams in the East are getting better. Um, so if Kyrie is traded or – He's not going to play. Can KD feel like he can do it by himself? Can't nobody do it by themselves. That's not what you always say in the past. Nah. Everybody needs another star. You can be the elite, but you need another star. Nobody has won a championship without another star. KD's supposed to be the dude that you see in the league. Jordan couldn't win it by himself. Nobody can. I'm talking about you. I'm I'm just saying nobody in the history of the NBA have won a championship without another great player on their side. Nobody. But you always say KD was his top dude. He is, but it's but, running. But, he's it, running. But, but hey, it is. But you need another. You need another big time player on your side to win the championship. And no way he's going to go. He's going to have probably unless he might not. The the person who got the best package is Golden State, right, and I kid. know. But he would have to go there without his will because if Brooklyn, if Brooklyn say okay, we want these young players, he have no say so. If they send him there, he can't veto the trade. He wouldn't have no. He wouldn't have no say so. No, I no say so. No matter what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I would tell them, bro, don't send me the goals. You can say whatever you want, but if I'm an organization, right. I'm gonna get what's best for my team. Yeah, though they would kill that boy. They would, bro. I don't know. <laughs> you thought he was tripping on Twitter? I don't think he give a fuck though. Bro, he cares. Who? He don't want to go. He don't want to go to Golden State. But I'm saying I don't think Brooklyn cares. If Brooklyn feel like Golden oh, State, no, no, he he definitely don't want to go back to Golden State. That's why he left. But I'm saying Brooklyn don't care. Brooklyn trying to get the best deal because they didn't gutted their whole team to get him. They gave up a lot of talent to get Kyrie. And, 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 but, they, and but, they but they didn't get the team to get KD. KD. No, they gave up. They gave. They up. gave up a pick. No, that was it. But I'm talking about like to bring. They had to get rid of Levert. They had to get rid of uh, no Levert. Levert. Uh, oh, big time. But no, nah, but Levert. No, nah, that's that's not necessarily what happened. It was the 
it was the James Harden trade. Yeah, that's what they I'm saying. Yeah, so for, for but, Katie, it, but yeah. It, it, I mean, they didn't recoup what they got from James yeah, Harden. Yes, but Kyrie, I mean, I mean, um, KD, they, they KD and Kyrie both came off of free agency. But I'm saying they gave KD and Kyrie what they wanted. They wanted James Harden, and they yeah, gave up a lot. That's really the yeah, yeah, yes. That's the issue they have with yes. the it was, it's the James Harden situation. Yes, I mean they got to recoup all those picks back yes. from James Harden, and, and they're players. not going to get them back. And they had a lot of they had tons of talent, tons of talent. So that's right. why he's just saying picks ain't going to get it. We they need tons of talent. Yeah, yeah, especially in the NBA. So that's why I said. So if the Golden State Warriors give you the best package, I don't give a fuck. I don't think they care what. But, I, cut, but, but do they have the best package though? They have, they have young talent and picks. Young talent and picks. They do have young talent. They have Wiseman. They have. They got a lot of. They have like Pool. They have Jordan Pool. They have. Yeah. They have. They actually have talent to match those picks, and you, you can get back. And if you're Brooklyn, you're trying to get back into the race yes. really quickly. Yes, uh, you can build around that type of talent. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you're, I mean, I don't think they can win the championship where they can build around it. But yeah. man, but if you're looking at it from a standpoint, what you're just talking about, uh, Key, was that if you do trade, he's going to rip off. He's going. He's going to kill any roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any roster that he's on, yeah. that if it gets traded to, right? If it was Phoenix, it's gonna be the same thing. Yeah, Alton's gonna be going. Now, I don't think Alton. We can talk about that really quickly. Like, Alton getting that four year, hundred thirty three million dollar offer. I mean, well, it's gonna Aiden, be signed contract mean, in Aiden. Excuse me, Aiden, Aiden offer. Yeah. Aiden, that's gonna be tougher with Aiden because that's a big contract, and you have to wait till I think they said January. Yeah, yeah, because, the way they to even trade him. Yeah, because. Ben Simmons, him is still on uh, rookie, rookie deals, so you have to wait till January with down near the season almost. You know what I'm saying? You pretty and, much, and, and yeah. I think it's some. It's, I think he has a he has no clause trade, yeah, yeah. not totally in a deal. Veto, yeah. He can veto us to a certain a certain <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah, first year, yeah. that's the first yeah. year I think yeah. it is that he can veto that trade. So where would I mean where would KD go? I mean at this Brooklyn, point bro. we don't know Brooklyn. He he has no leverage. No. He has nowhere to go, honestly, from a roster that's not going to be able to be gutted. Golden State, and I know Golden he don't want to go there. He don't want to go there. Go he State, don't want to go there. Like, I, I would, he don't want to go would back be there. So, it would just be such a travesty. It would. To see him go back there. It would. Because he'll be unfair again. It would. Be. I mean, because if he, <laughs> he go to Miami, he'll go to Miami. If he yeah. goes to Atlanta, he, I think maybe Atlanta. But Atlanta don't have a package. They'll want damn Trey Young. You get picks. Yeah. You get picks, but you get they don't just want picks. They you got the backcourt. You got the backcourt. You get the you get you get uh, what's the name? The three. Yeah, they now nah, they don't, Brooklyn already said they. But even Jerry West came out and said, "Yeah, well, Jerry West statement was like, there's nothing you can get back from that's yeah. gonna be." Uh, a, a for a player like that, a trailer like that. Yeah. Now with his talent, his his pedigree, yeah. you know the what he's done in the league. Like, there's no even trade for that. There's no this money wise. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So it doesn't function in the way you think it function at all. So I I totally get that from Jay yeah. West. Yeah. I, I mean I don't know what he's gonna do. Let's talk about Kyrie real quick though. Kyrie, where can Kyrie go? I mean, Lakers. That's it. Well, he's not going to the Lakers because Brooklyn don't want Lakers don't have nothing to get him, and they definitely don't want. Uh, Russell, well, they don't want to give us Lakers. Don't want to give us those two picks, and but they ain't got players. And KD definitely don't want Russell there. <laughs> yeah. You mean eighty? I mean, are you talking about you talking about KD going to Brooklyn? I mean, yeah, Russ going Russ to Brooklyn. Going to, yeah, yeah, KD is not. That has to be that. a buyout. Yes, that would have to be a buyout if it yeah, happens. Yeah, because KD is not going for like that. Westbrook just Westbrook just just fired. Why would the Brooklyn give up Kyrie Irving 
when you got him for this year just to send him to the Lakers and you get nothing for it. You're going to get Westbrook and just and just get a pick. Like, no, it makes no sense for Brooklyn. They probably got to get a third team as well. Mm, yeah, but nobody's doing that to help the Lakers, and that's my team. I don't think a third team would <laughs> do it, bro. Yeah, no, a third team won't do it because what they getting out the deal. Yeah. Inspiring contract. Nah. If you get off, of, if you you send them to a team that looking to cut costs, like let's say Charlotte, right? You got Brazil on a big deal. You got hey, not saying the Lakers want those players, but a team like Charlotte Haywood is a bad deal. Rose is a yeah. bad deal. So you looking at a team that okay, I can get Russ for one year. Yeah, he's not going to be great, but I can clear forty seven million at the next year, and I can get off. But what's Brooklyn guys. getting out the deal? That's what I'm, I'm just saying. saying. Hypothetically, it'll have to be a situation like that where Brooklyn get picks. Russ go to a bad team, and somehow the Lakers got to get what they want. But at the end of the day, Kyrie's going to get to L.A. one way or another. Yeah, this probably, season or next? It probably, it probably next year if he do it. But – and he might not. You know what I'm saying? You – because if, say if they winning and Kyrie's been a good soldier, Brooklyn might say, okay, now we give you a three-year deal. So for the Lakers, it ain't no guarantee going to get to anything can happen in a year. We said that by uh, a lot of players. Oh, next year they like Paul George. Paul George going to LA. He's just waiting to get. <laughs> you never know until because a whole thing can happen in a year. Everybody thought Paul George going to the Lakers, but so I just think the Lakers are stuck with uh, they stuck with Russ this year. Did you play Russ? You have to. You're paying them $47 million. <laughs> shit, shit. Houston was paying uh, nah. damn near 80 Yeah, but, he, but Houston dumb as hell. Like, I'm paying you $47 million, You playing. <laughs> I'm not just about to send you home for $47 million. You're going to have to figure it out. Even with a bad Russ? But Russ, you got to – the coach got to say to Russ, maybe you need to come off the bench. That ain't maybe. Why not? Shit, he going to be gone next year. What he's he going to do? He's going to play the meaningful minutes in the fourth. Not if he's not playing good. I wouldn't. I ain't got – look – I ain't, I'm, you, we grown men. Look, you, your feelings, I ain't worried about your feelings. I'm playing, who gonna give me the best chance to win? We paying you $47 million. So you gotta, if you ain't playing well and you, I don't have you in in the fourth quarter, then hey, you just ain't playing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But you know that shit ain't gonna sit well. Why not? I, I, I mean, this is business, bro. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I wouldn't send it, if you're shorter, why would you bring that aspiring? Yeah, it's an aspiring contract, but you take away from watching the young ball. Develop, mm-hmm. and you got to figure out what you're gonna do with uh with his running mate. Bridges got to You got to figure out. Bridges got to He's gonna get a contract one way or another. Yeah, yeah. you got to you got to figure out the financial situation. I mean the um the parameters of the the arrest, that type of situation, the court situation from there. But from that point on, you got to figure out how you're gonna pay him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had a good year too. Like, why would you bring in on that forty million dollar contract playoffs, just to though. bring it up? Just because it's an aspiring contract, I don't yeah, think that makes yeah, sense. It don't make sense. Come on, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike always been running it bad, but he got some. But Mike, little. but listen, Mike ain't running the team. That's a uh, uh, Mitch Kis- Kipatrick. Cup, 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 yeah, cup check. Yeah, yeah, he, cup check. yeah, he's a he's a GM. And they yeah. got something over. They got talent. They got to just put everything together. But they, they got to. Yeah. But you got to. You gonna have to pay certain players. They need Bridges another, is one, and they just missing another score. Like a KD will fit perfect another score because Chris Paul at this point can't be your second best player. You just can't. You talking about the Suns? That's what I thought we were talking about. We're talking about the Hornets. Oh, the Hornets. Because you can't – listen, you trade to the Suns, he's going to gut out the roster. Oh, you're talking about trading Westbrook. We're talking about Westbrook. He's talking about Westbrook oh, contract. Yeah. Nah, Why would nobody, you send that to Charlotte? Yeah, nobody's taking that contract. He want, He thinks that the Hornets going to do <laughs> it. Yeah. If you, if, I say if it's a team that's looking to kind of reset, they got bad contracts, it's right. possible. right? Uh, if, you, if you can get off of 
a hundred plus million with two con- two bad contracts, right? Just to take forty seven for one year, I'll do that. No. Whether it's it's bad deal or not, I'm clearing almost fifty million off my books. No. for the next few years, it doesn't. It's mean, possible. Fifty million, fifty million, not. I mean, listen. Plus that luxury tax is possible. But we all know that the East team, the salary cap's going up. Yeah. Yeah. TV deals, there's more TV deals, more money. Mm-hmm. I think You're going to have to play ball eventually. Yeah. You got to play bridges now. Yeah. Right? Why would you take on that, that another where contract? Russ gonna play, and where Russ going to play? Yeah, and where is he going to play at? Coming off the bench is what? Surprised, bro. We're balling and our bridges? Where and you just play? got a new coach. I don't know why they recycled that ball. With, with uh, Clifford. Clifford, Clifford what was that? Steve Clifford. So now you got a new coach. You got to bring in a new structure, new organization. I mean, a new coach, new structure. Why would you want to bring in a player of a Westbrook's caliber who has the personality he has? Right. It's tough. To bring him in and then have that same situation. It ain't worth it. Yeah. Because he's not going to want to come off the bench. He's he's going to be a headache. He's going to be a headache all year, watch. I don't. He ain't have no leverage. Like, if you with him, you got to. I have, right now, I come to him in the offseason. Russell, look, we're going to start you at point, but not saying this is going to be your position. If you better for us coming off the bench, then you come off the bench. A lot of great players done came off the bench. Nobody done came off the bench. Uh, Lamar Odom done came off the bench. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of great players that done came off the bench. Living Pepper Lou. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, this not guarantee you're going to start because you just got Scottie Pippen's but son, so, but who so, I like playing the point. But it's something about guys who've been – Star players, it's just hard, bro. Like it takes a lot. It takes a it, Vince Carter was a promise of somebody who took on that right. role. But right. it took Camelo three stops before he figured right. it out. Yep. Uh, AI couldn't do it, AI and that's why AI was out the league. AI could have played couldn't another do it. three years. Yeah, if he if he came out the he bench. couldn't do it. And if oh. Russ and if Russ don't do it, he's gonna be out the league, bro. He's gonna be out. the It's league. one of those things where it takes a lot for a star player like that. Yeah. He gonna be out the lead if he don't just doing it because I don't see him starting unless he just go to a bad bad team where he just want to get stats like the Knicks or somebody. I don't see him Wizards again. Yeah, I don't see him being a starter after this year on a lot of teams going forward. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. Yeah, you think this rust last year with the Lakers? Just in general, if he don't adjust, saying open mind to coming off the bench, I can see him being out the lead. He seemed like he had stubborn cat. Yeah, I can see him like, being can, out the league. It's like he like he wanted his way. And then, like I yeah. say, it's hard when you're a superstar like Russ is, bro, for all these years. And somebody tell you now demoted to the bench. Probably hey, it happens, bro. 15 minutes and you used to playing 38, 39 hey, minutes a game. It happens, bro. Yeah, it definitely happens. No, no Le- Russ been in the league, what, 15 years, 14? No, I don't care. He been at least 12, right, 13? Something like that. 14? Yeah, something like that. So it happens. Yeah, but he still feel like he in his prime. Well, hey, well, when the coaches say you're not there no more, you got to adjust your game. <laughs> or he's going to be out the league. And I think that's the hope, right? The hope yeah. is that he adjusts his game. Let's talk a little bit about Brittany Grimer. What's going on with her in Russia? We didn't get it. We haven't jumped on that topic just yet. It's been going on for a hot minute. And we all saw with the LeBron comments as well, which was not a good look for LeBron. Oh, I'm he definitely, he definitely, It was a part of this uh, – his uh, show that they have. It don't come on HBO anymore, does it? It does. YouTube. It don't come on HBO. Oh, you no. know the barbershop? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't come on HBO oh. anymore. But Brittany Grimer. the fans what LeBron said? Because I don't, I don't know what LeBron said. Uh, so to, to kind of like summarize our – yeah, let's kind of summarize what he said. I mean, LeBron made a statement about, you know, with Brittany Grimer going, what she's going through. 
would she even want to come back to America? Right, being that, you know, she just hasn't got the results she hopes that she could. Mm-hmm. She would, her and her wife and her family, and being that she's been in Russia, she's already pleaded guilty to this point. And now it's more of a political issue than anything else, outside of just also it's a conviction on her record, but it's a, it's a political issue at this point, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron made a comment about what she went, would she really want to come to America, come back to America? Why would, Which, she, want why would she want to come back to America, going through what she's went through in Russia? Which we all kind of can realize that that has to be nonsense because you know you want to get the hell out of you want to get the hell out of uh, um, out of Russia right. for sure, right? Absolutely, you want to get out of there. But let's just talk about Brittany Griner and just her situation in general, right? Like, and you know how it's affecting with sports and politics, bro. If you were in the situation you're playing overseas, kid, you playing ball, you get caught with a banned substance. In another country, and and they end up locking you up, and then now it becomes an issue between America and, and the following country, which is Russia. Like, how would you feel going through this process, and then having to be, you know, Brittany Griner? She's a uh, she's a top athlete in the WNBA. Like, how would you feel going through this process and just hoping that the country, hoping that America can politic enough to get you out of that situation? I know she's terrified because at this point, your life you have no control of it. And I'm quite sure it was kind of like a vape thing she had, which yeah, she probably been like cannabis. Yeah, which she probably been going through the airport with that forever since she been playing over there. And you know, um, with everything going on with the war, they trying to make you a political thing. They trying to mm-hmm. change your your life for a terrorist that been locked up over here from uh, China that was trying to blow people up for you, which the United States won't do it. They not gonna do because they'll feel like. Well, a lot of countries are just whole yeah, American and, hostages in it. And, and you can add in more that they also have they have forty, maybe forty five other American citizens right. that are still being 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 held hostage. Not hostage, but also being well, my own sister being hostage, right? That they are not willing to right. send it back over to the States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know she terrifies, you know, she's been over there a long time. Uh you know, she can get up th- Shit, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, it's like you say, it's more of a political thing. They they, they, they doing it because mm-hmm. of her name They uh, and see how bad the United States want them. But the United States can't go too much over because then they'll be trying to do that every time they want to get somebody out. Let's, let's, let's get somebody important that's in the country. And try, so, uh, I've, you know, I feel b- bad for her and her family. Man, I just, you know, hopefully soon, you know, she can come home, but uh, yeah, that comment. Would she want to come back to America? Where the fuck else would she want to go? <laughs> like that, that was a sensitive comment LeBron made. I don't think you know, but yeah, I definitely would be terrified of her to answer the question, James, because you don't know your future is not in your hand no more; it's in their hands. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, bad timing, right? With the whole war going on with Ukraine and Russia, the United States got their hands in it a little bit. Um, and like I said, she's probably had the prescription for the cannabis oil and can't use the cannabis probably since she's been in Russia, yeah. right? And it's just unfortunate that this one time she got caught. But like I said, the United States' hands is kind of tied, dog. Because it's like if, if they fight this hard to get Brittany Griner out, someone else's family member that's that's held by Russia, why we don't get can't get that same privilege, mm-hmm. right? We can't – they're going to say, well, why are we treating athletes – better than any other American citizen. And I'm sure that's what the whole Biden administration um, has to 
to weigh the options there. Like you can't just like you always say, man. You gotta keep the same energy. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep the same energy with all the Americans that's being held captive in the uh, in Russia. Then she pled guilty, I guess, to help her cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she's in for a long fight, man. Like I said, you know, big up to Brittany Griner. Um, the WNBA women had her, her name and in, in jersey at the All Star game last week. Um, it's definitely an unfortunate situation. It's been in there what almost 160 some days now. Um, like I said, LeBron comments definitely didn't help the situation. I know a lot of times he's very vocal on political issues or you know racism and, and things that are going on in the country. But sometimes you just got to kind of not say what you're thinking, <laughs> right? Because he knew, and then he tried to backtrack it too. So it's unfortunate that she's going through it, but she's in for a long fight because Russia is not going to give her no favors. Now, somebody, I think the um, – one of the coaches in the WNBA was like, well, what if that was LeBron held captive in, in Russia? He will have been home by now. And they, they got a good point about that. Because if it was a superstar athlete, they they probably been home by now. Um, but it's unfortunate, man. Like, she's just in wrong place, wrong time. And I think that's why she may end up being there a while. I mean, I, I feel like what she – I mean – I, I remember the the athlete is it was one of his, her coaches who made that comment. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit of a, a reckless comparison because maybe LeBron is maybe LeBron will you can factor in LeBron is you know he is a huge athlete a global a global icon to a certain degree, but you're factoring that LeBron will make that type of situational mistake and he has in his career hasn't made those type of mistakes, so. Why are you comparing somebody who's had a flawless record versus Brittany Griner, who's had some some hiccups in her in her career? Whether it's fighting people on the court, coming out of beta when she's a freshman, she's had some situations. She's been arrested a couple of times, only once for a domestic situation. So she's had these hiccups going through her career, and I'm not trying to hold that against her. But you just got to understand, like you can't just add that together and then put like an athlete LeBron who's had no issues, all the court issues at all. And say, well, what happened? And be this hypothetical situation, try to compare it. It just not doesn't work that way. But it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate she got caught with something that they look at as a banned substance. Um, now, I, I, I did read previously that they were telling her beforehand. They let her know, like, hey, listen, don't bring that in here. I think it was teammates or maybe the organization tell her, hey, you may want to not have that around because on your bad because of the fact that, you know, they, it's banned in this country. So, she was risking a situation anyway, and she said she forgot about which I totally understand. But that's a that's a now you realize that was probably the worst mistake yeah. Yeah. in your lifetime of forgetting something of that type of level. Right. That situation, right? It just wasn't. It's very been costly overall, career, everything, sanity, emotion, mental aspect of it has been very a very costly, forgettable mistake. And those things happen, but she's got to now fight that situation and face it. It's unfortunate she's going to be used as this pawn because of the fact that they do know that, you know, she is a name. Maybe not a LeBron name, but she is a name. But, bro, like, it's, I mean, it's been a lot of scenarios in life. People have been arrested and been convicted for things that they didn't do and been locked up for 20-some years. So this is a situation where it's like you just got to understand, like it's you are you now are the 
face of a situation like this, and it's unfortunate, but you got to fight through it. And and LeBron comments uh, to, to his effect, I thought they were reckless. He didn't really pay attention to what he was saying um, because you want to get her home. But I don't think that's have a true effect of like whether she get home or not. Right. I just felt like it was just something he tried to shit even said, and for him it didn't look great. If it it looked it looked like he didn't realize there's probably forty other Americans that are also overseas in Russia who are captured who don't have a deadline or a time frame of coming home as well. You know what I mean? He just he it, it's just one of those situations where he just you could tell he wasn't very well versed in 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 his information. So it is what it is. Brittany, man, I hope she get home soon, but. And it is it is a tragedy to a certain degree, but it's one of those things that you're gonna have to fight through it. You think too much exposure is hurting him, hurting the case? I think I don't think either or. Okay, I don't think it can be too much exposure, exposure because I think enough is, the right exposure should help her. Uh, I don't think they look at it. Russia don't care. Right, they don't care. So they know the Russia's gonna be play hardball. Hmm. So there there's no media pressure for Russia. Nah. It's communist country. They can cut out the media anytime they want to. So it's going to be a simple, simple situation where she's going to have to just bear with it. But they're trying to get a swap from this guy who was a terrorist from Russia. That been well, he's an arm dealer. Yeah. Yeah. So, United States was like, no, we're not giving them up. Nope. Yeah, so. Nope. And so it's like yeah, she has to. close to being a good deal. Yeah. So she has to know, like, <laughs> you gotta be this, this, to you're going to have to prepare to sit. So you're going to have to get your mind. Listen, Mandela sat in jail for, what, 20-some years? Sat in prison for twenty some years, and we're only convicted. You gonna have to listen. Hey, Marlo the King sat in, in in Birmingham jail for a year. You gonna have to prepare yourself to sit for a while. But she's played in Russia for honestly since she's been in the WNBA. Like you cannot know that that's not a law. Like, but she know. probably been doing that, and they ain't say nothing. I'm quite sure that's not her first time. Yeah, right I, probably not. I'm quite sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's just now going on, like you say, it's more of a political thing. We're gonna use her for a political base, yeah. but I'm quite sure this is not her first time going through the airport with that thing. Yeah. Maybe not, yeah. but it was the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yes. it Man. was the wrong time. She may got away with the. She can get away with it ten, mm-hmm. ten or fifteen times. Right, but that 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 that, right. fit, that sixteen time. Right, it just wasn't for. Right, unfortunate. Man. So yeah. it's unfortunate. She's gonna have to figure it out. She's gonna do some time. I truly believe she's going to do some time. Yep. She, she has already. <laughs> over 100, almost 150, 60 days. Yeah. It's, uh, and I know her, her wife, bro. It's just like, man. Her whole family. It's helpless, bro. Yeah, it's like, there's nothing you can really do. You can't just, you know, I'm going to go visit her. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's, I'm sure it's, it's, it's wrecking their family, bro. It's unfortunate. Oh, so man, we got a big show. We got we got a, a guest coming up in a couple of minutes at four o'clock. Got Mister Reggie Ball, quarterback, former quarterback of Georgia Tech University or University no, Georgia, University of Georgia Tech, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's good to have him on board, man. This is going to be a great show, great, great opportunity to talk about some good stuff. We haven't had a guest in a while, so it's good to like just chop it up with them, man. So, you know, so hey, I'm excited about that. What about you, Ray? That's yeah, gonna be a good show, man. Like to talk some football. Um, a cat that been in one of the premier conferences, um, and he was like, you know, kind of one of the, you know, dual threat quarterbacks, you know, undersized. And it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, why he chose Georgia Tech, uh, playing with Calvin Johnson, things like that. So yeah, I'm excited about it, man. 
Yeah, well, yeah, me too, bro. I mean, I think it's gonna be. It's just I just want to hear. First of all, I want to hear about the, the days of when he played there, man. Georgia Tech was actually humming back then. They were decent. They just came off uh, a. I wonder if he, did he come right after the national championship, national championship year with Joe Hamilton? Was it Joe Hamilton was the national was the quarterback then? He came, he came in like two thousand three. So no, 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 Joe Hamilton played like in the nineties. Yeah. I think that was who was the quarterback then. So I'm not sure if it was Joe Hamilton. I'm not sure who it was at that point, but it was a. Uh, that's when they really was humming back in those days, man. Well, Georgia Tech had some good teams, maybe not great. And they're not a football organization, a uh, football school. But they're definitely a uh, top in education. They're top <laughs> engineering, but they're also very, they also were a basketball juggernaut back in those days. Yeah, weapon when they three. had Lethal Weapon 3. I mean, not just them. I mean, they had, uh, they had Lethal Weapon 3. They looked like they had them, had them again with. Um, with uh, 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 Marbury, Steph Marbury. Oh, yeah, Steph. Forget about Steph. Then they had Travis Best. Yeah, Travis was nice. And then people forget Chris Boss went there for a year. Yeah, Chris, yeah. So, like, they had some really, really, some really, really good teams. Some really good players. Some top talent players. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to. Um, yeah, it should be cool, bro. It should be cool to get in there and talk to them for a couple of minutes, man. Chop it up with up. them. Especially with college football about to come cranking up, and it's like fifty more days. And all the recruiting, and you know, you know it's definitely uh, good to talk some college football. I mean, we had some foolishness on our text message about LSU. I mean, uh, like, bro, I don't, I don't even. I mean, to me, I don't even. Uh, these guys, these guys. I don't even acknowledge what he was even talking about. To be here, I feel you, man. It was kind of <laughs> one of those things I didn't. I was, my, I mean, just sitting there thinking to myself, like, bro, like, what's he talking about? Like, but you know, I mean, if you feel how you feel, you can feel how you want to. He said, he said you know, she was the deal, bro. We all know that. Is he on? That's you, brother. All we appreciate right. you. We appreciate you holding on for us, man. Patience, bro. Your, Your patience, patience is, is is incredible. <laughs> I know you're a busy man. Cool. I'm at home, man. Everything's good. You caught me at a great time. Absolutely. All right, all right ladies and gentlemen, man, we got a phenomenal guest with us today. Uh, we have former Georgia Tech recording in progress. Former Georgia Tech quarterback Reggie Ball, CEO, COO at Effect Fitness down in Atlanta, man. We want to welcome you to the show, brother. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad we finally getting this done, man. We've been talking about it for a minute, man. You only shunned us for a year, but it's okay. Right. That's a long time. <laughs> I, I, so, so this the man, this the, this the man or the team or, 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 or the leader of the team that created this brick workout. That just became a phenomenon that everybody say, hey, because my boys come here, man. Like, listen, I got this brick, and then I do this little workout on the, on, on on online on 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 Instagram, and he used to come in. He used to talk so glowing about you guys and his brick workout. I had to introduce hey, you guys, to bro. Dooley, man, Dooley is the creator and the founder of Effect Fitness, and he he brick thing. He started the brick movement. Nobody, I haven't, I haven't seen that. Nobody ever saw this creative little step routine that we do that we now have been you know going like uh global with you know what i mean he started something that's been uh monumental man so shout out to him i'm just glad to be a part of the team glad to back my boy for 10 years strong well 10 year plus now uh but man yeah we got we got a good thing going and we lucky bro we lucky we just work work every day that's what's up mm-hmm. right, man, let's get into it man um so you from atlanta all right, yeah. went to college, college in Atlanta. So as yeah. a quarterback coming out of high school, like who did yeah. you model your game after? Because you're a dual threat quarterback. 
uh, it was it wasn't none, but a, you know, it was a few. You know, of course, Vic was a uh, huge at that time. Um, you know, you had players like Reggie McNeil at Texas A and M. Um, of course, Johan, um, Woody Danzler. It was a few, you know, like old school guys that didn't really like get that shine that you, you know, you big quarterbacks or, or normal quarterbacks get because of the size of statue. But, you know, I had the same size and statue, you know what I mean? But I could from their games, you know, apply it to mine and just try to have a lot of fun. You know, a lot of people find it surprising that Brett Favre is my favorite quarterback all time. But you know, again, he was a guy that wasn't the tallest, wasn't the, uh, you know, a stiff guy, you know, Brett made plays on his feet or with his feet. So yeah. everybody that can move around, man, I pretty much look at, looked at. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, Keon, so, uh, tell us about your dad and his influence on you as a player and just, you know, putting you in the sports of football. Uh, my dad, my dad is everything as far as me being a man and a competitor. Um, and my attempts to being an alpha male and, you know, just commanding what, you know, what he thought, what he thinks, and what we think to be a real man and be just a stand-up guy. You know what I mean? Uh, first and foremost. But as far as, like, with the sports and me getting into that, that just carries over into that. Those are, like, lessons and routines that we can do to kind of create habits of being that good man and good role model, good dad, good father, good brother, good friend, you know. And, again, repetition, you know, creates a good, you know, the good habits. And good habits give you, you know, winning and successful, you know, stories. So, my dad is everything in that. You know what I mean? So have him with me every day is a man. I don't take that shit for granted for nothing right now. So, yeah. yeah. What other sports you played in high school? Baseball. Okay. Baseball. Um, I, I love baseball, man, but I'm not going to lie to you. I just went to the Mets game with my buddy. Um, uh, shout out to Trey. Uh, and we were talking about how horrible my um, facility was at high school. Um, that shit made me quit baseball. Like, like the you know, the <clears throat> dead grass hills and the, the we had set, damn near rocks in the outfit and everything like that. And coming from playing summer league and scouted out by college and professional scouts and going to that, you know, um, that can be stressful. And I was already doing two sports, starting the quarterback, starting quarterback uh, at my high school too. So I just narrowed it down to one, you know, yeah. uh, we gravitate ball anyway. So it just felt right. What position you played in baseball? Were you a pitcher or what? Pitcher, catcher, center. I play right field a lot. Um, play everything outfield, but, but for the most part, I love uh, center and right. But my favorite position was uh, the catch. But I mean, I had a live ass arm, so I did pitch a lot too, though. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, baseball, mm-hmm. they making that money now, boy. Woo. Oh, yeah. My son, man, shout out to my son, Roman, man. He just had his first year of baseball, man. They fell. One run, run short of the championship, but uh, championship, but man, uh, a lot of fun this year, man. And I was, I was very proud of my son in this first year. Yeah. Is that high school? Oh hell no, nah. this eight nothing. Eight <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Oh, like you said that, like I was like, wait, he, is he talking <laughs> high school? He like, nah, it's eight nothing. I'm like, oh okay, 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 okay. So already flowing in me in it. And I saw in that championship game, I saw uh, uh, that light light on to him, uh, uh, light uh-huh. on, that competitive light, yeah. uh, 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 flame or whatever. It was lit. It was lit. And he still talks about that loss to this day. So um, it was exciting, man. It was fun. <laughs> oh, that's dope, man. Um, you, I mean, you're from you're from the Atlanta area. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Stone Mountain's a little far out. We ain't, ain't going to put that against you. Lothonia to be exact. Lothonia is they Okay, okay, okay. So we... Hey, but I do my work in Atlanta. You I know what I mean? So, so being from Atlanta and yeah. and going through that process, first of all, when you were coming through, you came through in like the 2000, like 2002, 2003? Yeah. Is that, is I, that your I, senior year? Yeah, my senior year was 2002, 2003, yeah. Okay, so coming through Atlanta... Being a top heritage uh, athlete, quarterback, baseball, football. First, talk about the recruiting was like for you back then. And then talk about why you chose Georgia Tech. That's the hometown team. You could have went anywhere, probably in the United States. You know, you could have went to, well, 2000, 2003, Miami was rocking. Florida State was that that squad. You know what I mean? You could have went to uh, Florida. You could have probably yeah. went to any, any university in the United States. What was it about Georgia Tech that draws you to them? I got you. Not everyone, but I, I'll tell you, I could have went to Michigan, Georgia, uh, walked on at Florida State. Um, Nick Saban wanted me at LSU to be an athlete. Um, Auburn, um, for some reason, didn't call me back before Georgia Tech. That's why I ended up at Georgia Tech. Wow. Um, I like Georgia Tech because it was just a win-win, both with the academic prestige and reputation versus, you know, playing in Atlanta on TV every week. That's what people didn't understand about Tech at that time. I don't know what type of TV deal they had, yeah. but whether it was Jefferson Sports, ESPN, ABC, um, we played on TV every single week. And some seasons we had two Thursday night games. My first game ever, um, 18 years old, was on Thursday night in BYU. Mm. So that played a lot with me going to Georgia Tech. Not only um, they were – they were very sincere in giving me a shot of playing quarterback. Right. Them and Auburn were very sincere. They were straight up like, we want, we'll want, we'll give you your shot at quarterback. Um, but me being in Atlanta, being in my hometown, always waiting to get some type of, um, I don't know, some type of opportunity to, to put on for this city for real. Yeah. All of it just came together for real. So it, it was it was right for me. But that, mm-hmm. but you know, hold, hold on, hold on. But that's a, that's a lot of pressure. When you play at home and you playing at your you playing with your um, around your, your family and friends, yes, you have your family and friends to support you, but that's a lot of pressure put on yourself to make your team because Georgia Tech is not known. I mean, we talk about we were just talking about this a little earlier. I think it was the Joe Hamilton. Uh, who, who was the one that who was the quarterback that won that they went undefeated when they went undefeated? Uh, that was. Uh, and second with it for the Heisman, right behind Ron Dane, and Joe Hamilton have won that Heisman. Yeah, Joe Hamilton. So Joe Hamilton was the last quarterback that really put on for Georgia Tech that really took him somewhere beyond you know the norm of 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 that of that of that organization. So right. like, what what was it? I mean, you you had to take on that pressure. And that's a lot of pressure to be like, yeah. listen, I want to go there. I want to. I'm gonna play at home, right down the street, family here. But people expect you to go out there and do very well. For sure. Like, uh, shout out to Goose, too. George Gossie, he did his thing. Um, I love Goose. So, Goose was definitely a quarterback who put on, um, I think, right after Joe Ham. Um, but, now nah, you know what's crazy? I'm the first stone, bro. I'm the first one to actually, um, I think, I, like, out of my high school, out of my high school, for sure, I'm the first quarterback to really have an opportunity to go put on for a, a program like uh, Georgia Tech. We had a lot of athletes over the country, you know what I mean? But nobody put on at at, at the position of quarterback. Man, I had no idea what type of pressure that shit would be playing yeah, in my home. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Learning experience for me. That's why I, I think I have a unique experience and I have a unique perspective on a lot of things doing that. Now, hindsight, man, I tell my players and my athletes every time they get 
get your ass out of town. Go play. <laughs> and I'm not lying. Yeah. Now, now in the situations to where you got a program, and I hate to say this, but you got to give respects and give, you know, um, what is due. Um, Georgia right now, they got an opportunity to win <laughs> some championships. Yeah, right. So when you got that, that might make sense. But, at, you know, um, but as far as learning experience and growing, uh, finding yourself as a man, um, um, just getting outside, you know, what I say now, even with my clients and in the gym, getting outside of your comfort zone and pushing yourself to the edge and just growing and getting better, man, get the hell out of town. And, and, and we're not even talking about the pressure of everybody being within arm's reach. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, we ain't even got to get into that. You know, that, that was, again, was a very unique learning experience, but that's why I, I tend to tell my players, bro, get out of town and get that experience. But I think the reason why most people were like, man, why Georgia Tech? Their offensive system was like wing T, right? No, see, nope. I was before. Yeah, that was before them, man. Okay, I was about to say. They offense wasn't spread. No, that was Paul. Paul. No, it was yeah. Paul Johnson did the triple out. Okay. But Chan Chan Gailey was my whole team, and what people don't understand is that, like, literally, they recruited me. They they sold me the dream, but they they thought I wouldn't do as well as I would have. I had a scene. I had a sophomore in front of me. The senior transferred from Tennessee and went to McEachin High School, A.J. Suggs. He was a fifth-year senior on that squad. They, they did not think I was going to do what I was going to do, and the team was going to respond to me the way they did. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, that offense was literally um, the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, that built Buffalo Bills pro-style offense. Okay. You know what I mean? We didn't get out of that until a third until my junior year. You know what I mean? We didn't have the athletes. One, I'm going to be straight up and down. Um, but we went through a season to where we had 12 players suspended uh, or kicked off the team. And, you know, we just – that was his offense. Until they kind of adapted to my playing style and started seeing that whatever quarterback they were bringing in the program, I was going to beat out. They kind of started to adapt to best to stay on the run and just make some things happen with my feet a little bit more. So talk about, like, playing with Calvin Johnson, the freak oh, athlete. A unique experience. Uh, I take all the credit um, that he um, and all the um, accolades he got at Georgia Tech. Right. Um, aside from the two games, I, but nah, I played with one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, pound for pound, I know a lot of people say Jerry Rice. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand Randy Moss comparisons. Right. Uh, I, I actually tend to give Randy Moss the edge because of his just how dynamic he was. Calvin was special, bro. Calvin was special. Yeah, he he was dynamic, bro. Like you yeah. couldn't check, dude. And it's unfortunate, like he retired at early. I know he frustrated with Detroit, but man, man. I sh- I'll share a funny story with you. Uh, the year before he, he retired, I was actually living in Detroit at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first, my first, my kids are born in Detroit. My wife's from Detroit. Okay. Right. Um, living in Detroit at the time, still training, still with the fact of uh, all that. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of downtown leaving a, um, a bachelor. I was dropping my wife off, pregnant at the time with my uh, child. Dropping off at a bachelorette party. I see Calvin Johnson in the middle of the road. We dap each other up, blase, blase. Hey, what you, I'm like, what the hell are you doing out there? Yeah. He literally tells me, man, hey, bro, I'm about to shut it down. This is year eight. Yeah. This is year eight. Early. And I'm Oh, no. I was like, you, you tired of getting your ass with, right? And he was like, no, it ain't even that. He was like, bro, my body is working 
Purdy. Damn. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, shit, it was just unfortunate. You know, you know, he, he got to put on what it seemed like it was wasted a little bit, you know, with the losing season. Yeah, I'm sure he got frustrated. Man, anybody would. Yeah, it, it was the doormat of the NFL. You play the game to win. Facts on that, bro. For real. Uh, quick question, though, for because for Key jumping to his for his question, real quick. Did you think he was a first ballot Hall of Famer, though? Absolutely. Outside looking in, no, no, don't 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 give me the uh, the quick response. Did you think he? Did you? If you looked at his stats, was he a first ballot Hall of Famer? But see, I don't. If you if you go by stats, then you know. Um, you got to argue up and down why a lot of people ain't in the Hall of Well, a few people ain't in the Hall of Fame. You got to look at London Fletcher. London Fletcher in the Hall of Fame yet? Nope. Uh, has Fletcher. he been retired five years? Though? I don't think London Fletcher's been retired five years. When he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he has. Been out, but he ain't, he ain't his last year was, uh, what's his last year with the Redskins, right? Yeah, he, he probably been gone It's five been five years. years? Yeah, he been gone five years. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, never well, make it. But I digress. Based off of numbers, I, I, I hear you. I understand the argument. And I give you credit for that argument. But I'm telling you from, you know, seeing him getting triple teamed on the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Like, who the hell in the league has ever been triple teamed on the line of scrimmage? You know what I'm saying? So when you look at things like that, you see that you kind of like, and then you put together a 2,000, a, a nearly a 2,000 yard receiving, uh, uh, receiving season. Right. Like, tremendous, tremendous. And again, those numbers were done. Eight and a half, nine years. Yeah. He didn't play all season. I mean, he was, yeah, that, I know he missed like six games at one point, but no, nah, he did. I, I, I think, I think it was justified. Okay. So, uh, so how do you feel about the state of the program now at Georgia Tech and uh, what needs to be done to get them back to being competitive, you know, you know, the recruiting players and, and getting back to that, uh, to a competitive program? Yeah, man, you just got to get the right players in, in the right time. And this is hard winning now, man. It's a very competitive field. It's, everything's competitive now, man. Um, let alone college football. Um, the, you know, they got the contracts with the players and shit now. They can lure people with money a little bit more, especially out loud now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, you you know, it's always, I'm pretty sure people still look, well, I ain't going to say using loopholes, but I'm sure, pretty sure people still have unique ways of recruiting kids to the bigger programs with more money. Um, But that comes with winning. So until you start putting together winning seasons consistently, you know what I mean? Um, You're just not going to have a fighting chance. Like it all, man, it all depends on the right players at the right time, just winning. So. Yeah. So what's the percentage you think that they have in keeping some of their own home kids, you know, keeping the kids at home from Georgia. Because Georgia got a lot of talent, you know, high school, you know, football players. So what's the, you know, I know a lot of people go to Georgia, but what's the percentage yeah. you think they're getting out the city? Uh, I, I, I think uh, Collins has been doing a better job of recruiting within the state. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily think it's all that. I don't think it's all just the kids from the city that we need to come together and make one grand-ass all-star team. It, it's, not, it's not always that. It's, it's always about just guys being special and making plays like it's not that hard like we we of course we get a phenomenal phenomenal athletes like the one we just saw go and go away and sign with Alabama and now he's a starting running back 
for Alabama. We all get those players that can be different make, difference makers, mm-hmm. you know, and build around that. Um, it's hard to get that if you're not winning, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You talking about Gibbs, huh? Yeah, they 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 snagged him. Yeah, they got him. Yeah, they can't. Oh, oh, Saint Nick came and snagged that snagged that talent. Can you blame? Him? Oh yeah, he said he ready to go though. He was ready to go. He was ready to go somewhere else. He want to win and look good while he win and, and get and get least in the in the first or second third round. He want to get to the next level too. Words. It's the next version of Todd Gurley. Yeah. Returning, returning punts and breaking 70, 89 yard runs left and right. I'm telling you, that kid, he's really special. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm honestly glad that we didn't just feed that guy the ball 30, 40 times a game and just try to ride his coattail like that. I, I respect Collins for doing that, for real. I don't know if he was going to leave or it was a possibility, but we didn't just run him into the ground. You know what I mean? Well, it's okay, man. We're gonna we're gonna run them to the ground at, at Old Tuscaloosa. We're gonna we're gonna put them. No. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. Alabama fan. No, no, no. They 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 actually they actually got a they got a good running back room this year. So he's gonna he's gonna start, but they're gonna have about four backs playing the game. If the OC smart, he got he gonna have four backs playing in that game every game. So again, as a player, I don't blame him for making that business. Oh yeah, he'll be there a year. And he out. He he a done deal. He gone. He he already know he gonna put it he put it on and he's gonna it's gonna raise his stock up and he'll move on. I respect him for that. Absolutely. You gotta make business decisions. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Especially in that yeah. sport. You gotta make business decisions. Tell him. All right, so so, so Ray brought up, I think Keon also brought up by NIL deals. Like think about this. Let's do a hypothetical really quickly. If you were back in the 2002-2003 season and you had like the the opportunities that these players have now with NIL deals, what type of thing what type of deal do you feel like you would have got at that point? Back there coming out of Atlanta, marquee athlete, st- straight Stone Mountain first ever <laughs> talent. But uh Converse for Nike, um I had every color of uh Chucks at some point. I just like Chucks. Um so you think Converse would have came knocking on your door, saying, "Hey, man, listen, we got it. We got a deal for you." Oakley definitely still owes me money because that mirror <laughs> and our shirt box that's in my office that they use my face, my helmet, and everything on the box of the visor. Oh, wow. Oakley. Mm. Um, Sound like you need to go get uh, that Ed O'Bannon lawsuit, man, and go get your money. Hey, don't worry about that. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big deal, boy. Hey. And, um, but yeah, um, I, I think I would have been all right. Probably something with Ford too. I had a dope ass Harley truck, the uh, F one fifty Harley truck I was driving at the time. In high school? Yeah, my mom was my mom spoiled me, man. Oh, that what you want to call it? Your mom spoiled you? That was your, I wasn't friends. Is that, that was, that was that, is that what you call it? Gave me a lot of shit. I mean, a lot, a lot of uh, uh, room to grow for real. Yeah. I appreciate it, of course. Wow, that's I'll nice, man. I'm yeah. practicing real early, so she trusted me with a lot of stuff. Yeah, what do you think about the NIL deals right now, though? What do you? What's your thoughts on it? Like, what, what do, how these players are going for with, um, you know, getting these deals and and you know the, the universities are they're benefits, but there's still issues. People are complaining about it. Give me your thoughts on overall about NIL and and what's going on in the industry, sports industry. It, it really does nothing different, <laughs> like than what we already knew what was going on. It just gave everybody the green light. 
again, the people with the most money, the programs with the most money, the most boosted support support system um, is still gonna win. You know what I mean? The 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 other deals, the NIL deals, those those are cool. Those are those are like participation trophies at this point. You know what I mean? Like, all right, cool. Y'all basically are getting blanketed in the bigger issue to where, like, again, the big guys are always gonna win and always gonna have the advantage of getting these kids to that school. Yeah, like Ohio State said, they need like thirteen million a year. Well, when certain uh, programs have a whole network dedicated to their school, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That ain't that ain't for charity. <laughs> they get paid off of that. Thanks. You know what I mean? So, you know, things and advantages like that. I mean, it's it's still relevant. So, it's cool. Everybody gets paid, but everybody everybody been getting paid for a long time. Be real. Not as official, right? Yeah, they can get paid above the table. So, as you know, you know USC jump conference, UCLA jump to the Big Ten. What do you think about a lot of these schools forming these mega conferences? And then there was rumors about maybe the ACC. Some teams may be leaving as well. Like, what are your thoughts process on that? I'm, I'm lost. I, I'm the, the the big guns, the guys in the suits, uh, in the box offices, and you know. Um, in those uh, big boardrooms, they know something that I don't know. Yeah. I'm straight up and down with you. I don't know what they're doing, but I, I know it, it makes sense. And I know everybody knows behind closed doors, but it's, it's obvious they know what's going on because everybody's doing the same thing. So I don't know whether they're trying to build up uh, two sides or two conferences and everybody playing for like a national cup, uh, just one national championship from like an NFC, AFC thing. I don't know what's going on, um, but I'm lost. I'm <laughs> lost. I don't. I, I have no clue what's going on. I don't. It's, it's definitely about the money because I think the reason why UC, uh, UCLA and USC left because the Pac-12 just don't have the TV money, right? And I think the money that they're distributing to these schools, the Pac-12 just can't compete. The Pac-12 don't have money. The Pac-12 is on Fox Sports. What's, what's wrong with Fox Sports? But Big, probably Big Ten probably got a bigger deal. Just like the SEC got a bigger deal. Where you so got, they lost so long that they take it they can't negotiate within two to three years or something like that are they locked in this long See, anything negotiable bro well no nah, the acc got a 30-year deal like i think the, it would it it's like a 30-year like it would be like it's a lot of money to get the ac for the ac to, for, for teams to, or for organizations to break that deal with the acc and ac conference it's as it's not as easy as just jumping in and be like all right let's just get out of here Otherwise, right. I think Florida State and Miami and some of the other teams were probably left a long time ago. They probably went to like, they probably went to like SEC somewhere else. That's, I mean, to be if you really pay attention, it's centralized. I mean, as far as like location, it's probably better for them to move to like the SEC or somewhere like that because the ACC is not. It's always been on more of an East, mid-Atlantic, East Coast area. It's not really a. It's not a down. I, I never thought about outside of North Carolina. I never think of it as a one of those down south like Clemson. To me, is an anomaly. I don't understand why Clemson is even part of this of this uh, conference when Clemson, location wise, it could be pro- It can be SEC. It can be somewhere else. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense for me. And, and I say it like you, Ball. I think they just trying to make like two major conference or three. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see them. They trying to get away from all these different conferences. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, and I think that's. I think that's what is leading to. That's the only thing I could come up with. If it ain't that, then I, I, I'm literally like lost. Me and me and my partner Dooley talk about this all the time. Like I'm, 
I'm totally out the picture. I'm totally lost what they're doing as far as jumping conferences. And then what the, again with the NIL stuff, like it's a whole different game than when I was playing. So I'm old here now. <laughs> and and then you think about the fact that it's just the traditional matchups that we normally see is going to change. Like I, I'm I'm interested to see what what Texas and Oklahoma is going to look like in the SEC. That's like in another year or two. So like what like what's that gonna look like as far as those matchups and where are they gonna sit at in the conferences and and they both are I mean in in the su- southwest so like what what's the, what's gonna what's really gonna be the difference between anything else I I remember when Arkansas Missouri came it was a it was a, it was a, it was a it was an uproar go ahead I'll be okay. no, go ahead go ahead, go ahead okay so my next question is. What was your thought process on, you know, going to the combine as a receiver? Oh, man, I hated it. Mm. hated it. I don't like the combine. I hate the combine. I'll be straight up and down with you. The combine is, uh, um, I understand what, what the intentions of, of the combine and what they're looking for in evaluating players, but I think it's overkill to the max. I think if you can't look at a kid and invest in a kid that gives you four, three to four years of work um, at doing at a, uh, you know, basically auditioning for a job that you want him to perform for you. Um, um, yeah, I just, I just think it's overkill. I think it's overkill. One workout where everybody comes and I, I think it takes away um, from a lot of players from a player standpoint. Yeah. I got Calvin Johnson, who's going to go to the, to Indy and, and, you know, run his 40 in the Indy shit, all the scouts, they're going to be in Indy. I ain't got to run my 40 at 10. I ain't got to, you know what I mean? Same thing go for any big player at any school. They can bring so much more to their school, to their teammates, an opportunity for, you know, everything to be more competitive. And I, you know, everything in the intricate shit with the uh, combine and stuff, you know what I mean? The way players around, the way they interview the players, the way they, even the, you know, the display shit where we standing on tables, you know, naked and turning around and shit. <laughs> I don't like, so, um, um, yeah, that's that no, no bullshit. That was an experience for me. Mentally. I was, I was not pleased with that shit. Damn. So um, when they, when they ask you to, um, what, what, what was the process like? Right. Because I mean, you, all your life, you've been a quarterback. Yeah. Right. And then you go to the combine. Do they, do they come to you and say, Hey, hey, Reggie, we would like to run wide receiver drills. What was what was it? Did you walk in there knowing already that they wanted you to perform as a wide receiver? Like, what was that process like going through going going through it? I'm sorry. Long story short, I got a late uh, I I got a late notice, so I got notified late. Actually, got notified through my agent or my trainer's friend, my dad's friend at the time, um, that I was invited um, to the combine as a receiver. I knew I was going to start playing receiver in the league anyway because you know the dynamics of what they look for. And an uh, NFL quarterback versus you know what you can get away in college. I already knew that. Mm-hmm. I was training as a receiver, so that was cool. But literally, the time when I got up there and I I, I noticed how everything was moving and operating, I wasn't prepared prepared for none of that stuff. Not mentally, not for the interviews, not for drawing up plays, not for sitting down talking to coaches, not for moving around um, in groups as if you know we're like um, in classrooms and stuff like that. I don't. I, it was. It was. It was overkill. Yeah. It was overkill. It was overkill. 
So the preparation side of it, right? You you just talk about the preparation. Was that a yeah. an agency? Was that your agent should have prepared you for that? Like, what do you, what do you feel like you saying when you say that you and you weren't prepared for the 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 evaluation portion of it? And you know how you pass the knowledge. You 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 bridge the gap with a lot of things, especially like myself. What time you too? Especially like myself. Um, I like to come back and I tell these stories. I like to tell these. I like to tell these people like, hey. Look, you're gonna go down, you're gonna meet in a big meeting area, and it could be a team that brings you to a table. And at this table, a, a, a coach, an offensive coordinator, a quarterback coach might say, Hey, on third and eight, cover two, what you what you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, on first and ten, first play of the game, you got a team that run two men. What you coming out with the first four or five plays? You know what I'm saying? Like those are literal interview questions. I prepared. No type of way for that damn interview. Mm-hmm. Had no knowledge of it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my agent at the time just signed me because I was a popular guy in Atlanta and he heard of me and I pre- he probably did a favor for a friend. Wow. wow. You know what yeah. I'm I, I, I was not like that hot commodity that could just come out and, you know, make a lot of money, get drafted and stuff like that. I knew I, I, I could possibly get a shot, you know, at training camp. But, again, it was a long shot because of the position of switching everything. And I did not perform well at the combine at all. Damn. My receiving drills, my shuttle drills were great, but I ran a 4-8 fucking 40. Mm, okay. Damn. So, that didn't help anything. Did you train for that 40? Yeah. That, that, yeah. I ain't ran a 4-8 40 since I was in high school. I just uh, didn't perform, bro. Yeah. At least you were honest, right? Yeah. I didn't perform well. That day, I was not good. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this quick question, though. If you look at the league now and the way the league plays and quarterbacks, they bring a lot of college concepts in. Did you did you feel like you could have been an NFL quarterback in this in today's era? Man, I, I was an NFL quarterback at the time. You know what I mean? Um, but, again, it's the systems and what you do around the quarterback. Right. They're catering quarterbacks that have been doing what we've been doing for a long time, but you cannot hide it anymore because we're actually winning. You're actually going against defense defenders that are running four three four fours at defensive tack, defensive tackle. Yeah. You got to have a to move. You know what I mean? It's inevitable. The game has been doing this. It's just that you can't. You ain't got stubborn old men that can just stand in the way and not conform because you you basically outnumbered at this point. Yeah. All these quarterbacks can run now. No matter the skin color, the skin tone, or nothing. All these quarterbacks are running. They're running the same offenses. The running gun. The spread offense, the uh, the read mm-hmm. option, on read. Um, so again, you got to conform to some extent, and this is only the beginning. We're going to see more changes with the uh, with the offenses, especially in the NFL, yeah. especially in the NFL. So give me your top five QBs right now in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, number one. Mm. Um, my boy out of Buffalo, Josh Allen. Um. Who else? Who else? Those are the only ones I really like. Man, I know you better put Patty in there, dog. He hit a miss, man. Damn. But I give him, I put him in my top five out of respect to him and what he's been doing for the last three years, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, who else? No, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow, no. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. He's really good. Who else? Deshaun, Russ? Nope, nope, nope. I don't like Deshaun right now. He ain't played. He's not put on. 
Uh, Russell Tom Wilson. Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, you got to throw him in there because it's just a lack of anybody that I like. I don't necessarily like Tom Brady. I wish he would retire. He's getting on my fucking nerves. Hey, well, <laughs> hey, well, well quick, well, quick question then. How do you feel about what's going on with Lamar and all the all the backlash, all the informa- all the issues they keep putting? They didn't have Lamar in the top ten. What do you feel about what, how how people Lamar. are viewing Lamar in the NFL right now? Doing that shit to itself. Um, whoever is PR guy, whoever he has around him, they're not good. Good, they're not doing him any justice. I'm gonna tell you when I checked out on Lamar, and I was like, man, I'm gonna just see how this thing play out. I ain't even gonna follow him, see what he's doing, or even follow the story. When he was doing that sorry ass workout in LA Fitness. When he was doing that, bro, I was like, I mean, from a technical standpoint, from his form to the uh, flat out sorry footage and content that he put out as an NFL quarterback in LA Fitness doing a workout like that, I was like, bro, you're not serious and you're not trying to get $40 million a year. $40 million people don't act like this, bro. So do you do you feel like that's the reason why they, the Ravens are holding back on him, giving that contract, investing all in? That's a sign that I saw to understand why they wouldn't. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I saw that was a sign like, oh, I understand why they would slow down on this motherfucker right here. <laughs> like, you putting on an L.A. fitness, terrible form when you're doing those Russian deadlifts or Romanian deadlifts. You're training yourself in a T-shirt mm-hmm. on the camera phone. Like, bro, you're not. Not serious. Look at Odell Beckham's workout video. Look at any other professional athlete's workout video. Look at a trainer's workout video, bro. $40 million doesn't do that, dude. Because his workout video don't look like uh, uh, Derrick Henry's. Derrick Henry's workout video be looking like like it's a legend being born. Like, like his be looking like it's a legend being born. Like, I'm like, man, who? Oh, boy, it's old boy out of Dallas. He be training him. And I'll be like, man, that... His workouts be looking like, man, like he ready, he ready getting ready for the season. Yeah, he prime and ready already. Yeah. You already 6'4 and big as yeah. I don't know what. You could we can we can joke about uh your boy Jameis Winston and his workouts, but again, it's some effort put into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's I don't know, man. It 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 wasn't a good sign for me. And speaking of Lamar, right, it's some it's some controversy. Uh, I forgot what uh Football player was used to play with um, with the Ravens. Ball, yeah, with the Ravens. Yeah, pull up, pull up, and, pull and, pull I, it. and I think I thought he was telling the truth. If I'm a wide receiver, I wouldn't want to go play with Lamar. I just wouldn't. Man, yeah, I get it. I get it. But at some point, man, you just gotta. That's that's the beauty of a team, bro. That's the beauty of a team because the receiver can really help a quarterback's development. You know what I mean? If I know you're going to be where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, bro, I can do whatever I need to do and make sure I still get the ball to you. You know what I mean? And if everything breaks down, we can still have that continuity to where we know how to adjust. Yeah. You got to be willing to do that for somebody. That's true. That's to say, I'm not going to do that for Lamar Jackson when I'm throwing for 1,000 and I'm still, no, when I'm throwing for 2,000, shit, I'm sorry, I'm still running for 1,000. But guess what? We winning and we're going to play for a damn, uh, we're trying to, uh, we we have chances to play for a Super Bowl, bro. Like, that's selfish to say. Because there's a lot of quarterbacks that throw the ball a lot that aren't good, that you will go play for, and that's some bullshit. But I think it's more of, you know, you got to get your numbers to get that contract as a receiver. You know what I'm saying? Well, I can't be getting 700 yards a season if I'm trying to get a big deal contract. I feel that. I feel that. Give me a quick – give me your thoughts real quick, though. What do you think 
you you see what's going on in Miami, and you see what uh with the um uh, with the receiver um Tyreek's trying to pup pup up Tua. You what? Give me your thoughts on Tua. Do you think Tua's gonna have a big year this year? Um, it's a telling year for him. I think he did well last year. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, but now that he he has a solid weapon. He, they 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 are building around him. They're giving him people to make him better. So I do expect him to to win anywhere from nine and ten games, a couple games better than he was last year. And then what what were they? They were like five hundred last year, right? Yeah, they went like nine games, I think, last year, something yeah. like that. Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah. So I give them ten, eleven games for real. I give them a two game improvement. I don't mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if they make a wild card because they're building around a player and they're trying to make them better. Yeah. And we put we put put real pieces in place. You know what I'm saying? So. I didn't see anything just detrimental in his game last year. I thought he did I, But this year, again, we should see the progression. We can't crown motherfuckers. I mean, excuse me. We can't grant crown guys. Hey, man, you cuss on here, man. Listen, you, you cuss, cuss on, on here. No, bro. <laughs> you cuss. I was like, why does he keep saying, why does he keep trying to hold up with the words? <laughs> Let him fly, bro. We, we, we parents of uh, advisory. We cool. We good. Go ahead and cuss, man. So you can't crown motherfuckers that haven't done work. Yeah, it was his second, third year. So give him, if he doesn't make that progression, this is this is this is the thing. Everybody makes that turn year two, year three. We're gonna see what he do. Yeah, no doubt about it. So when we go back to Lamar real quick, when you talk about the team around him, do you think not having an agent that's experienced be represented by his mom, do you think that plays a factor in like the things you see like from the LA fitness video or, you know, at a playground he pull up on kids and you know, just things that can you know, hurt his money and not only hurt his body. Do you think that's that that plays a factor? Yeah, image is everything, man. We live in a very visual and very vain environment to where video content, pictures, um, likes, uh, dislikes, comments, um, um, everything going viral is is the real thing. It's yeah. a real, yeah. a real. Uh, I don't care how real we are. I don't care how authentic we are. People take this serious because. Um, it's money. It matters. People are going to click. People are going to view. People are going to share. People are going to, you know, um, again, it, you know, it matters. It matters. So, yes. And we talked before, this is a business. Yeah. Big business. This is a, like, right. this is business, bro. Yeah. And, and, I, and it's all about business. So, oh, I, you you know, we get it. We get it. Bro. It's all about it. business. Mommy, you're the manager. I get it, bro. You got to go home you got to be real i i get it but this is a business yeah been around hundreds of years before you yep the way to do things you know what i mean especially if you're trying to get a 40 50 million dollar a year contract like it's, it's, the qbs are viewed differently right you can't go party and be on top of the tables but i i, I can't put lamar with the party in cuz I'm, yeah. I'm just using a hypothetical but, as a but, quarterback but right? my so then, what's the if you if you had an issue with Lamar? Then I mean, not, not you personally, but in in general, Lamar is not getting that contract that he, that he may feel like he should he deserves. Kyler Murray is having the same issue. He gonna get it. Kyler Murray is looking at it from the same standpoint. They're struggling to pay him the type of money because he gets injured all the time as well, and and he underperforms at the biggest stages of the of the, of, of the season, late in the season yeah. in the playoffs. That's that's oranges and apples. That's oranges He's, and apples. I think it's more image consulting and more of uh, like be real. 
like you say, we be real. You, we can say anything we want on here. It's the urban image of Lamar Jackson that's holding okay. back. Right. Yeah, he do come to the game with the chains on. Cut he diamond down. up. Cut he them down. Them he got it. It's not the plastic. Got them. He got the chains around his neck. He trying. Okay, he, he's shining up. Go, but bro. but no. But then why? While Arizona is 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 why is Arizona still at a certain point where they're not all in on Kyler Murray spending money on him? He you know he does have he does have like plats or, or whatever he has, but he he comes from a different pedigree, and he seems to be the type of quarterback that you know a lot of people. The, the, the prototypical quarterback, not not like Lamar, but they're not all in on him. They don't want to spend all that money on him just yet. Now, I, I don't think he's performed like Lamar Jackson won. Exactly. Yep. I say that. Two. Um, I just don't. I think the performance, I think the performance is like, again, apples and oranges. It's more performance based with Kyler Murray. Okay. He ain't put up MVP numbers. Nope. And, and he won those big games. Yeah. You know, like, you know people pick choose why they might not fuck with you. So this is just reason or exhibit A for Lamar. This is exhibit A, a different case for uh, Kyler Murray. You know what I mean? It's just the reason they ain't paying him, he ain't performing. The reason they ain't paying him, he performing. But, bro, he ain't really acting right. And I don't want him to be the face of my program doing this bullshit. Gotcha. Understood. They going to pay him. They ain't got another option. Right. Yeah, they put, they put the team around him. All right, so let's jump into a little bit what the current going on with Reggie Ball right now. Yeah. You're in the fitness sense. You're doing well. You're thriving. We just talked about it earlier at the top of the show. But what led you into that particular industry? What was going on at that time that made you? Because you probably could have did anything you want to do at that point, right? Come from the NFL, you probably mentor. You're mentoring athletes. You're doing different things, mentoring professional football players, training. You could do anything else, right, with your career and the rest of your, um, your life. What made you want to jump into this particular area and um and, and thrive the way you're thriving right now? Well, um, just an honest conversation with myself, uh, reading, searching, and trying to do everything I could, I could possibly do in um in the world per se. You know, coming out of that athletic realm, man, it's a, it's an adjustment. You know what I'm saying? And the longer you stay in the athletic realm and just playing whatever sport—basketball, baseball, football. Um, especially when you're locked in to where you make it to a professional level, you got to go overboard and then overdrive and be a little crazy to make it to that level. So when you come out of that world to where you're used to doing a certain thing at a certain time of day, a certain uh, pattern or schedule at a certain time of year, like it's a real adjustment. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I really just had an honest conversation with myself and reading. And one thing, one time I read something that said, you're born with everything to make you a millionaire. Like you're born with it, like in your hands. If you open up your hands right now, this is what you have and you could be a millionaire, be a millionaire. So all I did was like, I just had the epiphany, like, man, I've been saying my dad was supposed to be a millionaire a long ass time with this training shit. I got the same name. And of course I'm the oldest son. Like, of course I'm supposed to be the 2.0. All right, boom, that's it. Let me try this training shit. Let me be serious with this training shit. Ever since then, no bullshit. Ever since that day, skyrocketed. So um, just having that honest conversation with myself, man. Again, I had everything I had to be a millionaire and be successful and live abundantly and do whatever I want to do is right here. So when I had that conversation, it was just yeah. bullshit. And of course, it's, it wasn't just all uh, glory. You know what I mean? A lot of sacrifice, a lot of bumps in the road, and a lot of, um, you know what I mean, detours. 
you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, bro, I pay my dues, I'm paying my dues, and you know what I mean? Every I'm, I'm lucky and I'm winning right now, shit. Look, bro, give yourself them flowers, dog. Appreciate it, homie. Yeah, no doubt, bro. All right, All right so uh, I, I, uh, what next for Effect Fitness and uh, Reggie Ball? Uh, we want to just spread the word, man. We want to take it international. We want to grow. Um, of course, we, we want to come to every city near you. You know, yeah, hey, y'all come in DC. I saw that how you worked them boys out last time. <laughs> they was in that joint, like taking pictures. Swear you didn't work them out hard enough because they taking pictures. They out here like trying to trying to be role, trying to be models. <laughs> I'm just like, what are y'all like? What is what are y'all like? Are we uh we at fit, fitness uh working out? Like, no, you weren't doing enough. You supposed to be laid out tired. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Last time you come up here, put them in the oh, they front. Come, they coming next week. They put them in the week. front. Make, we're gonna make sure they there. Put them in the front. Make sure we put them in the front. Bet, bet. I'm gonna hold them to it. Yeah, ready, born ready. But now we'll be there on the 23rd, man. Um, just growth, man. We want to keep growing. We don't take this for granted. We are very lucky. We are very lucky. We're very grateful. Yeah. Um, but 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 knowing that we we still want more. We still think we can impact more and just promote health, bro. That's all we fucking doing is promoting people to get up, move your ass, and stay healthy. Like dead ass. I want to see more men, honestly. So I want to recruit more men as far as like getting in the gym, taking care of their body. Um, because we get complacent, we get tired, and we can sit around and um, you know, and lose sense of our health. No bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm still struggling to go see the doctor on on a when I need to see him. You know what I mean? And I'm not the only man to do that. So um I want to see more men. I, I want to recruit more of our men in the gym and just to stay, you know, healthy. Healthy. I know fit is a plus too. Everybody want to look good. But fuck, I just want people to be healthy. And I and I think we take that for granted as until you see somebody who really can't, you know what I'm saying, use all their limbs and stuff. We just take being healthy for granted. Oh, you see somebody that passed away at yeah. a young age that was the same age as you or not you know, younger. I don't know if y'all pay attention, but I said it in my classes. Like sometimes it's like, all right, Y'all better move to these damn lists because one day you might not be able to. Right, right. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Let's just be grateful today. Yes. Fuck, fuck how you feel. Let's be grateful today and just move around because we can. Right. Absolutely. Thanks. And we just take that for so so much granted, just being able to walk, being able to yep. raise your arm up. You know what I'm saying? Just because yep. it come natural to us, but some people can't even walk, like you said, or use their legs. Well, I was asked, um, what was I grateful for? And Because um, we got a grateful box. Um, my my wife does it with Roman and Reiki. She she makes them put a grateful note in the box. But I was asked the question, you know, what are you grateful for? I said, shit, these fingers, my hands, my legs, my toes. I woke up, I can see, I can breathe. Mm-hmm. I'm a, the sun is, I, I'm about to go to work. Everybody, right, right. right. I'm mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just listening to a lot of things. I'm like, shit, I ain't even get to, you know, what everybody would be thinking. You know what I mean? But no, that, that serves everybody well, bro. Yeah, because yeah, I, I got a friend. I got a friend just had a stroke. Uh, and she frustrated right now because she got to learn how to walk and all that over. You know, got the family taking care of her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got to go all in the account and do all this and that. So had to, re, you know what I'm saying, move back home with a family. So, you know, wouldn't put her in the home. So I was like, damn. That's when it hit me like, damn. You're just grateful to be able to do on your own. You better fight. It's all on her. 
You better fight. And I wish I will. I wish I was nothing but luck. Shit, tell her I train virtually too. Okay. But gotcha. Because she can do it. She can do it. It's, it's all her effort and all her. She got to be strong. So stay on her, bro. Yeah. Good luck. All right. Thanks. And, and I'm glad you said that, right? You jumped into a little bit of, I mean, we talk about the fitness and, you know, we're, we're fortunate for, especially for us three, and, and we have normally have a fourth member here, where we all are pretty strict in our regimen as far as our fitness and everything else. Ray probably is the only one that likes to take pictures of himself every day. Uh, but the rest of us, you know, we, we, uh, <laughs> I don't need to take a picture to work out. Like, I just, it's just to me, it's part of my resume. But, but how much of this and just the way you work with your clients and just overall, just with the people and the people involved, how much of the, the mental aspect of it that you deal with, right? It just, just in, cause I know it has to be the one, the mental aspect on you and the constraints on you and also on the people that you, that you work with because of the fact that you're, you're always every day trying to enthuse people to stay focused and driven. And then you talk about the food and, you know, I mean, the, we're just talking not the diet has to be strong as well. Working out is one aspect, but your diet needs to be just as strong as your will and anything else that you're doing as well. So what is it, what, what other things that you look at as far as you guys and the type of programs you have within your organization, Effect Fitness, that you guys put out there and the, the message you put out there to make sure that these people, once, like we're just talking about now, having the classes you've had, having the responses that you have, the workouts that you have, and then the mental aspect of it too, so that you can always, you can, you and your group of people can stay strong, your your um the people that are, the, your your customers, your clients, they stay strong. Like, how do you guys keep that going to be so successful? Um, again, bro, being grateful, being grateful that I have the opportunity to do it, and I wish it was a more of a, a, a creative and elaborate way to explain what we what I do, what I know my partners do, my close partners do. And what we encourage each other on continuing to do is you're being grateful to get up that day and doing that shit again and getting up the next day and doing it again. There's no other way I can explain it. And I know it's boring. Mm-hmm. I know that I, know I turned a lot of kids off that have hollered at me or a lot of guys off that have hollered at me about the success, everything that we're having around the gym and with the gym and, and you know, in the last some of my years or whatever. But like, it's, it's literally locking the fuck in and saying, man, I'm going to do it. I, I, I'm up today. All right, let's do it again. Yeah. I'm up today. All right, let's do it again. Of course, planning works, making long-term plans and, and, and goals mm-hmm. for yourself. It's always, always, you know what I mean, motivational and stuff like that. But literally, bro, if you ain't dedicated to doing this shit every day, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't worth doing in my opinion. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, and I know, like, if you guys, I mean, you may have – like for a second, for example, let me let me give an example real quickly. Hope you can speak on this. Like you're 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 training in class, and you may have a new person there, or you may have somebody all the way in the back, right? That you're that you see back there, and they may not be going tenfold. It may you want where you want them to go. Like, how do you keep those people involved? How do you keep those people motivated? Like, because those are that's a different level of motivation. That's a different level of dedication that you need to put in as far as you and your team. How do you keep those people motivated to come back and still want to be a part of what you're doing and stay involved, right? And understand that all these fit different factors come into play when you're trying to live this fitness and health health conscious life. Because that's what I'm doing. That's that's I'm not bullshitting. I'm not faking mm-hmm. it. That's that's I don't know, bro. Like that's that I don't even think about that. 
Mm, okay. Like I, I mean, I taught, I taught. Um, you know, we have our big Saturday classes at eight and ten. I taught both of them, and I knew at one point I walked maybe fifty feet away to my far wall to my right because it was this young lady on the wall. I know her from the gym. I know her from doing classes, and I'm like, "What the hell are you doing? Why are you not moving?" Mm. She said, "Reggie, I'm volunteering right now." I said, "Oh, excuse me." So if I'm talking to somebody way in the back wall, I'm doing that out of just reflex. You know what I mean? I don't know if, you know, you look, I, you, when you do this, you know what I mean? You get some some classes under your belt or you do this for so long, you can look around and see the rhythm of what we got going on, the rhythm of the people. So you know what's off and you try to concentrate on people. But it's all in what we do. Like, I don't think, I don't, I'm not even thinking about if she's in the back of the room or the front of the room. I see somebody bullshitting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm going to motivate. Yeah. I'm going to send some energy. I'm going to call them out. I'm going to call out this whole side of the room because I don't see y'all moving. I'm going to call out everybody in the back because I don't see no moving. You know what I mean? So it's reflex, bro. I, I can't I can't really, I don't fake it. I just literally, like I say, damn near every class, I just go to work. Oh, that's dope, bro. So real quick, before, we, before I turn you over the rail here, what time is your class tomorrow? I mean, not class, next week? 10 o'clock. What time, 10 o'clock? Uh, yes, 10 o'clock, Watergate Hotel. Uh, DC, right? July third, Washington DC, where we will be at the Watergate. All right, we have our our, our big boot camp class, man. We want everybody, if you can, to come experience this boot class. Boot camp class. Um, We have several trainers around that will assist you. Everybody's CPR first aid certified. Uh, We will have medics on staff. (laughs) (laughs) Ray gonna need it because we all know Ray gonna be there. Ray gonna need it. Reggie, I'm built different, dog. But yeah, we'll be there, man. It's a great time, man. We'll we have a lot of fun and a lot of energy for everybody that pulls up. I may show up. I may show up for this workout, man. Let me. I need to see what this effective fitness is all about. Everybody, the, the boys swear about it, and I'm just, you know, you know, what I mean, I'm just one of the people. I like to work on my own. I like to put my headphones on. I don't like to be bothered. Like I'm one of the people. I like to stay. Like I like to do my own thing. I don't like to be like being told like run faster. Like nah, like nah, nah. nah I'm gonna I'm push myself regardless. I don't like all this. So, I, I, so maybe I need maybe I need even more pushing sometimes. Bodybuilding, um, um, you name it. Long distance uh, uh, marathon runners, all types of athletes. Basketball, track, all type of athletes are doing this class right now, bro. Okay. We had- Oh, yeah, because y'all have Cam Newton. Shout out to Cam Newton. I'll be representing in your class. Yeah, Jamarcus Russell said he's going to see him in that class soon. Shout out to Preston <laughs> Smith, always pulling up. Yeah. Now, we have several, several. Shout out to the Walmax family, man. Mm-hmm. I think I may. Listen, man, listen. You may see all four members in there next week. You may see all four members in there next week. We got, I got to see what it is. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Yeah, Water game. Watergate, Watergate, DC, folks. Ten to ten a.m. Yeah, so everybody in DC, come out, go get your tickets. <laughs> well, man, like I said, Reggie, man, thank you for showing up for the show, man. Um, definitely give you the applause on that. Man. That postponement was way too long. Hey, man, it's all good. The, 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 the wise mother always says, it's "Better late than never," bro. <laughs> real. That's real. But yeah, man. Thank you for the show, man. Any. Every, tell people how to get in touch with you. You train virtually. Give your IG, your Twitter, your website, everything. Give everybody your contact info. Um, Instagram, um, the Ball Effect. Um, all you got to look up is at the Ball Effect. Um, that's all I'm using right now. Social media. If you hit me up on Twitter, I'm not gonna look at it. I'm gonna be honest with you. Right. 
um, theballeffect.com, any apparel or any training uh, questions that you may have, you can hit me up there. Please follow the gym, our big gym, everybody, the big team, Effect Fitness, effect.fitness, um, at Effect Fitness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and we'll be there on the 23rd, July 23rd at the Watergate Hotel, 10 o'clock, man. Please come. Please come out. Oh, that's big time right there, too, now. You know what I mean? You're in the, water, the Watergate. You know, that's... Right. That's that's mega because you know people gotta get up in it early too because there's not a lot of parking downtown DC on a Saturday so make sure y'all get there early before ten o'clock. Don't walk in at ten. Get there right nine thirty nine forty five. They're gonna help us out with some parking possibly, but I know those parking spaces will fill up fast. So absolutely, yep, yep, yep. Like you said, thanks again, Reggie, bro. We definitely gotta get you back on when the uh, season start, bro. All right, cool. I'll be ready, man. I'll be ready. Thank you. Right. Probably got to be basketball season because Georgia Tech stings, bro. So it's got to <laughs> We ain't talking about no Georgia Tech at all. There ain't going to be no Georgia Tech conversation. You gotta... I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm patient. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We appreciate you, brother. All right, all right though. Yeah, great show in the books. Recording stopped. Yep, good show, brother. Great job, man. Great job putting that together. Um, um, that was a, a great conversation overall and in general. And and just listen to what he how he's dedicated himself to the fitness industry, taking the same approach, probably what he does as far as sports and 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 and, and, and um, athletics and football and any other sport that he's doing. He put it one percent commitment to it. We love seeing that. Look forward to see what he's going to do with uh, fitness, especially this class you guys going to be involved in. I'm going to be sitting in the back probably recording you guys. I may, <laughs> may have, we may have to, let me see if he lets us put some cameras in there. Mm-hmm. We may have to record you guys to see what's going on and, yeah. and see what's going to happen. We may, have to, may have to, we may have to bring in somebody who can uh, record, record us working out to show everybody how, how tough this workout is and how, how dedicated it is. And, you know, if you get in it, you know, you can see the results. All right, y'all got your tickets already? We got our tickets. Y'all got your tickets already? Got tickets and everything. We ain't playing, bro. We ain't oh, nobody. Why y'all, y'all didn't send me the text for the tickets? Why y'all didn't send me the text for the tickets? You're going to be doing a fact, bro. You know what I mean? Know. Like, well, yo, I might do a class for a day. One day only. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what I mean? It's a one-day situation. Like, I may show up, but if it's a two-day situation, it's an absolute no. It's only one day. It's only no, one day. No, I ain't talking about that. It's talking about in general. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? If you had James, are you going to do that too again? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying But hey So it's a good vibe It ain't so you, nothing like it personal So you got your class So you, so you, so you got your tickets already 10 o'clock yeah. Is the class filled up already oh, It's going to be next week yeah. No 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 Do you know if the class is filled up already oh, I know it's going to be It's off well, last year look, look online and see if there's any tickets up I'm Right sure now they do. They, They'll find a way of tickets yeah. in there Last yeah. year they had people in the hallway In the hallway Yeah So that so, gets, so, you, that so, gets so, you in So 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 we're going So to lay about who, is, is, is Donathan going no, Don, well, I don't know. Ray say he said he got COVID there last year. He ain't with <laughs> he no mask? So last year happened like when everybody was coming off the booster shots and everything. Yeah. 
So nobody had a mask. Nobody had a mask. You can't, you, do that. Mask? you can't do that workout with a mask on. I wear a mask when I work out every you day. Ain't, you ain't doing this workout with a mask on. I don't work out with a mask on. I bet you I work out with a mask on. I bet on. you don't. I bet, I bet you come, I do. I bet you coming out of it. I bet you I won't. <laughs> Unless okay. I'm in the corner uh, by myself, no, six I, feet from somebody no, else. You're going to be dripping. No, sir. Sweat. I'm going to wear my well, mask. You think he's doing that class without, with a mask on? Well, you about to find out. Okay. You about to find out. So listen. We're going to have to give you CPR. Send me a link. They got it on deck. They got it on Deck send me you. the link and let's <laughs> let me get a let me get a send me a link and Ray I'll get a ticket. The, Ray can send you the link and I'll show up. Yeah, Ray can send you. I'll show I'll show proud and ready. You yeah, did. Ray, okay. You ain't nothing gonna like. Yeah, you gonna come out that mask? I bet you. I that. bet you I won't. Okay. I bet you I won't. <laughs> you may have to put a bet on this one. Yeah. When I run, when I run, when I run, it's a whole when I run, different. Bro, when I run eight miles in in in, in like what 30, 40 minutes, I can run on a six. I can say six, not eight. eight. And and with a mask on my face, eight miles in thirty minutes. No, nine. stop it. No, it's not eight. It's probably stop six. It. Oh, about six. Say, How I, many, what's your mile per minute? Uh, it's six miles in, in, in 30 minutes? That's five miles a minute. Five minutes a mile, bro. Because a mile is no, four. Five. No, four. A mile is no, four. Five. No, a mile. One mile. No, One mile. 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 How many no. Four laps. Four miles. Four laps, bro. Four laps, that's what I'm saying. But if I'm, mile, running, if I'm running outside, yeah, if I'm running outside, I can run... I can run six miles in in, in thirty if I'm running minutes in full full Jeez. speed. Yes, bro, that is five Jeez. minutes a mile. You ain't doing it can't that. Can't be five minutes a mile, bro. No, six miles. Yeah, yeah, it is. It. Yeah, I can run it. Yeah, you I can watch six miles in thirty minutes. No, I can run. I can run a mile in in five minutes. Yes. She, I, I, I gotta can. see this. Boy, you need I, I gotta see this. Boy. No, I can't. I can run a mile in five minutes if I'm full speed. I'm running full speed Woo. too. Even if I know, even I'm running like an eighty, I'm running it. Listen, I'm always gonna have dips and valleys. I'm quick to put you. I feel you. I'm quick. I'm put some money on that. He ain't right I can run about. Five I can run about five. That's okay. Like, but I don't do it all the time. Though. Of course, yeah. I mean, if I did it all the time, I'd be a lot thinner right now. Yeah, but, but I don't do it every day. Okay. Woo, five right. But yeah, come, come. Yeah, bro, we kind of send you this. You can get your ticket. Listen, and join I just us. told you, send me the link. Yeah. And we can put it together, and we'll get this over with, man. And we'll, 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 we'll see what this is all about, man. I want to see what this effect nah, fitness is all lit, about, bro. It's lit, bro. It's lit. Effect fitness, right? Effect fitness. Yeah, I want to see what this is all about, man. Listen, we're going to bring some cameras in. As the Reggie, can we bring some cameras in there? A couple cameras here and there. You know, maybe bring some couple people that can record. Record you losers. See what y'all going to do. We're going to see who's going to start first. You're going to stop. We're going to see who's going to start first. Put a dub on it. You're going to start first because you ain't going to do it before. I put a dub on it. Yeah. I put a dub on it. Cash money. I put a dub on it right quick. You're going to stop before us because you ain't never did it. Why just make it like this? Let's put a dub on it. We put you on a big brick, too. Put on the dub on it. We ain't getting you the baby brick like that. I put a dub on it. I put a dub on that thing. Like Donald. I put a dub on that thing. We ain't getting you the kitty brick either. We give you the big brick like we doing. But yeah, great show, man. See what you got going on, bro. We still recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that <laughs> I ain't see the... That was just a very lackluster, <laughs> raving, like, the great oh, show, man. But, but, but we're going to put a dub on this thing. Who's going to fail first? Hey, bro. Who's going to fail first? Dub. Yeah. Dub it up. Dub it. I'm ready. Dub it up. Dub it up. I'll be up in that building then. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, bro, you know, another great show. What I got going on. Um, Ready for Effect Fitness next weekend, you know. Show love, you know. It was a great experience last year just doing it in person. And Dooley, I know, bro, you told us when you come to Atlanta, you got us. So, you know, we're going to be out there soon. I'm going to be out there soon. So I'm going to have to hit y'all boys up, come through there. You said first one on you. <laughs> so hold up. So in our text, you playing Bryce, right, in basketball? Oh, right? yeah, I'm playing my son. He think he ready. He ready for this work. So, uh, you know, 
at 13, he ain't about to beat me right now. You know, maybe a year or two from now, he might get me. Okay. But not this year. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a great show, man. Shout out to Reggie Ball, man, for jumping on the show. Um, it was definitely a good vibe. Um, and, you know, we rolling, bro. Yeah, man, listen, Reg, Mr. Ball, Reggie Ball, that was a great show, man. It just You dropped a lot of jewels, a lot of uh, tangible things that a lot of uh, that hopefully our audience in industry, in any industry that you're in, um, young or old, um, you, if you want to be a professional athlete or anything that you do, you know, not just athletics, but any, any given thing that you want to put your mind to, Reggie's telling you guys, just go after it. Focus. He said, yo, he had two hands. He looked at it with two hands. This guy was a professional athlete. We had the peak of, of, of all peace coming out of Georgia Tech. And he had to humble himself to go to the combine and play a position that he was not even prepared for. He found out he wasn't prepared for it. It was probably one of his worst uh, auditions, we would call it, because that's what that is, professional audition in his life. And, you know, it's that preparation, it, it was just on him. It was just on the general of the – of the um, situation and then, you know, and going to a different frame of mind, I would say that, or a different um, um, perspective, not even perspective, just a different position for him. So, but it probably changed his career projection and look at where he's at now. He's doing great things and you know, he's influencing so many different people out there in this world. He contacted people. He probably could never contact in the things he, in the sport they was in. Um, he just talked about how he had to change his approach. You know what I mean? His demeanor, his approach, you know, very regiment um, um, schedule that he probably always had to change that up to something a little bit different, but also probably influenced him to be great in what he's at right now. So, man, it was great to hear that. Great story. Uh, somebody thriving straight out of Atlanta. Uh, and, man, listen, go support him. We're going to support him next week, 10 a.m., $20. Keon going to be the one fell out first. I can see it coming. Nah, bro, not at all. You I can see it coming. You gonna pass out with that mask? That on. man, I can see it coming with his little with his little ripped jeans on, folks. <laughs> yeah, so, man, yeah. But listen, we're and excited I, to see it. And also, guys, you know, like we were just saying, health is wealth. You know, absolutely mental. Yes, and physical. Yes, well, mental health is just as just as much. Yes, health is wealth. Temperamental to your to your physical health. Yes. You need both to succeed uh, in to this succeed world. in life. Right? Yes. absolutely, brother. Yes. Yeah. We out of here. All right. Take heat, fuck these niggas up. See what I'm saying? I'ma make them see what I'm saying. First they won't smoke, boo. Let it just play. Nigga real ho, you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? I'ma make them see what I'm saying. Trying to fuck me soon as I land. Turn her out, she rip my bread. Go. Four bitches can fit in the phantom. I be with baby when I'm in Atlanta. Since I got money, they calling me handsome. I fell in love with this girl, she a dancer. Uh, I think her name was Brianna. I get mad at the whole block of number. Head was trash, so I had to dump her. Left her ass out like Madonna. Go. Get it in, battle low, break it down, sell it whole. Either way, I'm doing numbers. Real shit. 20.